Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Super Mario Brothers for you. My name's Wayne. Incorrect. My name is Paul. That's correct. What's incorrect is Wayne saying the name of the title. It is the Super Mario, Bro- Mario Bros. Dot movie. See, that's also incorrect because no one says bros freak. So, all right. <laughs> I'm reading what it says there. It doesn't mean it's bros. It's brothers, bitch. <laughs> this is a 2023 American computer animated adventure film based, of course, on Nintendo's smash hit Mario video game franchise slash series. It's directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelenic. It's written by Matthew Fogel. Stars Chris Pratt. Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Keegan, Michael Key, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen. And that's about all the names that at least I recognise. It's 92 minutes long. Hooray for short films. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> and having been released on April 5th around the world on a budget of $100 million, Wayne, how much do you think this film has taken thus far? Bit of oh. A, bit of a tweak on our normal formula. Yeah, I'm sure it has fingered the entire market given that it's for children and whatnot. So how about, uh, how long has it been open? Two tweaks? It's been open for, well, a time of recording, 10 days. That's uh, $300 million. $509 million. So this film is an absolute bona fide smash success, and we will see Nintendo doubling down on this with any number of spin-offs. Tripling down, And what's the word? There will be Returns like... Returns of diminishing value uh, yeah. across all of them. Yeah. But anyway, that's a future problem which we probably won't have to deal with. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, (laughs) Wait, what is this one about? Okay. With help from Princess Peach, Mario and Luigi get ready to square off against the all-powerful Bowser to stop his plans from conquering the world. And it's very colorful. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) that's all I got for you people because I've never played Super Mario Brothers. I may have played half a game of the Kart one. Mario Mario Kart. I don't know shit about the characters, the bad people, even the power-ups. And whatnot, I don't know anything. Let's come back to that point, which I will build on in a moment. Just when we finish this off, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this has 58% of 231 critic reviews are positive with an average score of 5.7 out of 10. On Metacritic, which is always lower, the assigned film score rating is 46 out of 100 based on 51 critics indicating mixed or average reviews. And then the audiences surveyed by CinemaScore gave it an average grade of A on the A plus to F scale. So this is going to be one of those critically... Not hated, but but Somewhat disapproved aligned. of films versus loved by audiences, which is pretty predictable, I think, when you look at the subject matter. On that note then, Wayne, of my familiarity or lack thereof, I've played Super Mario Odyssey with my daughter. And what is that? On the Switch. Switch. Nintendo okay. Switch. Is it like side-scrolling game? No, it's more a... You look over the back of them, so third person jumping around. So they've really, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's okay. brand new. I the didn't play this person. back in the day. I had zero interest in the side-scroller and all the rest of that. Sure. I've also played Mario Kart, also on the Switch with my daughter, and that's fun. And and so there's a sequence in the film which references that, which I which I did enjoy. Uh, yes, okay. And then yeah, I've even that. played a couple of or one Mario Haunted House game as well. So a little bit of familiarity, more than you, mm. but certainly not the fan that perhaps people our age might be, because this is such a huge franchise and and has. It's tendrils through, I think, now three generations of people. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah. You've got three generations of crackers who actually like it, including kids, including old farts like me, including Ian. So, yep. oh, okay, so now you've got like a triple audience. I get it. So that's our introduction to Mario. And therefore, I want to say, I know this film is not for me. Quite clearly, I wrote this in my review on Letterboxd, and it's not for you, Wayne. It's definitely not for me. So I'm not going to sit here and shit on it like I shat on The Pope's Exorcist last week. But would, I, would you not argue, Paul, that in a world of Toy Stories 
and yeah, I'm the Incredibles. Gonna com- I'm going to compare this to other animated films, and my score will reflect that yeah. there's other animated films. This film shouldn't it be still for you, Paul? Though shouldn't it? No, because you have to have. Unlike Toy Story, you don't need to have any familiarity with those characters before because it was a brand new intellectual property. This film is made for people who played this game or kids who like bright and colourful things. Well, that is me. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you haven't played the games. No, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's all fine. But I would argue that regardless of throwbacks to the games that are for the fans, and you need are, enough story and enough uh, like yeah. meaningfulness. Okay, I'm not saying it's a good film. It's good, oh. sh- good because it's shit. Oy, it's fucking shit. Oy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Hold on, just one second. Okay. So Wayne this week is Negatron. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm Negatron or just Truther Boy. So <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> doesn't really doesn't. All right, look, here's the thing. There's no reason why this shouldn't be worth seeing, even if you've never played a single video game. So what I would say though is that the movie, the first part of the movie, where he's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn that's the best part of the movie. Okay, there's one gag in here that I'm like, this is great, and that's the the dog when he's fi- when he's fixing some rich person's house, and there's a sort of oh, rabbit yeah. dog. That dog is fuck funny because he's actually like caught in the shower, and then like it's rising, he's rising with the shower, and he's got this- spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. That's a detail. But the glowering is the shit. All right, so that is a great little sequence, and that's all good. Soon as you know the the things the, happen, things happen. Yes, uh, I'm like, I mean, okay. I mean, like, I'm like, okay, like it's 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 nice enough to look at, sure, okay. Well, I'm glad you know that because I think this film <laughs> pops off the screen. I think its graphics yeah. and its animations yes. are are excellent. I would agree. And I think some of the directorial choices as well. There's some shots here they didn't need to put in. They threw the camera around, moved it, sort of pulled away, and and zoomed in and around action in a way that I was like, okay. I, I I think this film is presented very well. Yes, it was competently filmed for sure. So and that, it looks that bumps good my score up on and that And you basis. might argue that's all an animated movie needs to do, but I would completely disagree. Like, it needs to still be interesting yeah. for an audience that's wide, right? This is novel. <laughs> Wayne Haley on something more than me. Let's all true. enjoy this moment. <laughs> let's milk Wayne. Come, Wayne. Come to the dark side. Milk. Let's milk this. Uh, no, I didn't mean milk Wayne. That was you can, a bit you can weird. Do that too. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, look, okay, all right, let's let's put it this way. Some things that I thought were, okay, I recognized it even being a not familiar guy. They're obviously lifting long sequences from the game and emulating that in Yeah, and sense. there was an early sequence in the film where they did the side-scrolling side thing. Which I like that part. Which I also said, that's not bad. All right? That's not bad. It's I'm kind of the equivalent more. of doing the Doom first-person perspective. That was way better. Back in. <laughs> that was back way in. better. <laughs> Come on. Come it wasn't on. way better. That was the singular good bit of that entire film. Is that just the rock and fucking what's his name? Well, it was Carl Urban, wasn't Carl it? Urban and yeah. the yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. I like I like Doom. I'm one of those guys. But like this yeah. one here. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> let's qualify that. He's one of those guys that likes the Doom movie, but not the Super Movie Bros. Full Bros. stop. It's Brothers movie. Flap. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I agree. The that one was better than this one, bro. I ain't got nothing about that. What's up? What's up? Shit. Damn. All right. So, I mean, and also, you're also talking about the cart scene. Yes. I don't think there's too many spoilers here. I'm just going to mention a scene, okay? You can mention a scene without going into graphic detail right. about how that it gets there. That was good way. looking, too. The yeah. whole thing's kind of good looking. Yes, that's it's what I'm just saying. uninspiring and fucking not that interesting. The script's dog shit. The script is shit, right? Yeah, I'm not arguing is that. Is that not a, a huge problem? Paul? It is a huge problem with the film. But again, it's intended to draw in the fans and join dots on these games. And I think it does that. And 
than be charming. It's not funny enough. Let's just be really no clear way. here. For adults. Is it funny enough for kids? Now, I didn't go to a pack screening when we went and saw it. it but you was, went with your daughter, right? Went with my daughter. Went with my wife. My wife was the most charming of the three of us. My daughter was like, eh, she's 10. Now. Yo, that means you missed the mark, son. Well, that is a telling thing. She said, I liked it. It was fine. But there was no enthusiasm. There wasn't any excitement from See? it. See, it's not that good. And she was far more enamored with <laughs> dipping her popcorn into her raspberry frozen drink and eating that <laughs> than she was watching the film. And so who could blame her, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, it was good, it was good. But she wasn't excited. And I know when my daughter likes a film, we're going to watch it many, many times in our house. And this is not one of those films. More importantly, the I would say it was 33% full. Out, not Maybe not even that. Maybe 25% full our cinema. Wasn't a lot of laughter. No. Wasn't a lot of people getting into it. An inordinate at 5.30pm session, which we saw, an inordinate number of adults by themselves, which is why I was saying before, there, and you, you would have done this. I don't know if you're... When I yeah. said by themselves, adults only. No kids. Yeah, no. Attached. Well, I was one of those people, Paul, yep. because I don't have kids. But I saw but... groups of adults coming in to see this well, without they're... a child in attendance. Okay, those motherfuckers are sad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Who's sadder? <laughs> Well, you went and saw this by yourself. Because you forced me, Paul. No, because the show forced you. Whatever. I didn't want to see this movie either. Didn't you? No, I had no interest in it. Yeah, me neither. Why are we reviewing this piece Because of shit? it's a big film. My dick is and a big well, film. Well, let's review that. <laughs> All of your arguments are like my asshole, man. Not sure about that. <laughs> I do, I'm not sure. Um, th- I just realized that you said to me, I brought my wife, I brought my kid. That's why $500 million, bro. Because motherfucking, you don't just get one ticket, you get three. And then you get these sad cunts who go by themselves into the adults. <laughs> and then you probably get like the uncle. Yeah, like people like me. There's that the third group. And then there's like, you know, the uncle brought the kid. There's already two tickets, son. I yeah. can see why they do this, bro. You know what? Shrewd business move. I ain't got no problem with you. But that's studio. the same as any animated family filming. And some of them absolutely fail. Absolutely fail. And I want to shout out here Dream Builders. One of the p- biggest pieces of shit animated films I've ever seen. It sounds like a piece of shit to me. Well, my daughter and I also saw it at the movies and just even she like four years ago looked at me like, what the fuck was that? That. Yeah, but they got your Benjamins already, Paul. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But it made like almost nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not like an animated film is a surefire way to print money. An animated film based on existing IP of this caliber probably is, but to the extent of $500 million in its opening eight, nine days, I don't think so. It's the intergenerational aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like it's like I said, you brought two people with you. Mm-hmm. Some people well, went on their own and they're old. Some people went with their kid and they're young. And some, some people, groups you know, of people went there to have fun. And it. I think bottom line is, look, the script's really perfunctory and just joins enough dots. It doesn't explain. It, but it doesn't need to, I guess, is what I'm asking you. And again, I'm not going to get score this film positively. I'm just defending it from the point of view of, does it achieve what it needs to for its audience? Which is the previous gamers and kids. No! Okay. It absolutely does not. It can't just be for gamers. It's got to be for movie girls because it's a and movie. And children. Yeah, look, them little motherfuckers can be entertained by many <laughs> things, all right? <laughs> they can do I a lot better than this. Loot, motherfucker. <laughs> like you said, you put it next to Toy Story or something like that. Nothing stands Forget up to Toy about Story, it, right? Except yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. But, like, you could argue with Toy Story, there's, like, people who are fans of Mr. Potato Head or your mother Snatch. Like, it's just, like, something that goes in. Like, and you and you have... It's not the same as Mario, which was, like, it captured the minds of generations and shit like that. Wayne Bingo. <laughs> your mother Snatch has been mentioned. <laughs> Drink everything in sight. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know what? I will we'll tell you this. The one great thing about it, I'll say great, is the music. 
No. Dude, there's ELO at the end. Yeah, there's good there's songs. Uh-huh. But they're so fucking on the nose. Mr. Blue Sky at the end was a great choice. That's about, one of the happiest songs I've ever is heard. Is Bonnie Tyler? Hero? Yeah, hero? hero. That's. I mean, that's, oh, that, but that was... Fuck, it's so... That was played for gags. No, and, it wasn't. Wasn't it? It was played dead straight. Yeah. At I, a sequence where he's being I, a hero. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, that song is very overused. And no shit. Like that, so, fine. I mean, look, I'm not, gonna, I'm not fighting for the movie. I'm telling you that right now. But, like, I thought that was kind of cool. The dragon dude. The old man. The, the, the bad guy. The Bowser. Is that his name? Jack Black. Oh, uh, is that Jack Black? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any of the other cast? What? Yeah, I'll tell you this. You know Luigi? Mm-hmm. Fuck that cunt. He's so annoying. Charles. And I was, Charlie Day. Charlie and I was Day. like, who's this annoying part? Oh, Charlie Day. Of course it's annoying. Even though I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. In every other role he plays, Annoying, right? <laughs> horrible bosses, annoying. Especially horrible bosses too. The most annoying character on the oh, screen. That film was shit. Yeah, so it's you not know. just Charlie Day's fault. But I, I, don't, I don't disagree. He's not the most enjoyable slash. I couldn't pick Chris Pratt's voice actor. though. I'll tell you that. As, as, as well, you know, what was funny when when they did the because in this day and age you can't even see even if you're a white man. It's a me, Mario. Right? You can't do that because it's <laughs> affecting another different culture. Yes, you can, people. You can absolutely do that. And they explained it in this movie <laughs> by saying that he puts it on for the commercial. That's not a bad explanation. There is some there's some reference to some other version of Mario where he does speak like that, not the original version. I, I'm not okay enough with that to really comment, so whatever. I didn't didn't bother me in the film. Oh no, it didn't bother me. I, I thought, I thought why, it was actually good. I, I don't know good. why you need Chris Pratt to do that, but eh, who cares? He this is on that and I think it's still happening. Chris Pratt's getting every job and and more power to him. Well done, Chris Pratt. You know, nice for you. Well done. But um, everyone's shitting on, oh, you're going to put Chris Pratt and everything, man. I shot on it earlier. I don't think people give much of a fuck anymore. Oh, the, the, the time has passed. The Avengers yes. are still, you know, that's all it's done. But, like, he was getting a lot of heat for a lot of time. So, when, he, when Tony Stark has to fucking, well, like, you know, stick up for you, you know that the entire market is shitting on you. Yeah, part of that is because, I think it's because he espouses his religious val- yeah, values yeah. so much. Like, just get back in your box. No one cares. No one cares what you believe you, in. You believe what you believe as long as it doesn't harm anyone else or yourself. Knock yourself out. That's, that's fine. Right. But stop putting it out there for everyone else. There's a message for everyone, including fucking Tom Cruise and Scientology, which he has. Oh, he stepped, stopped the fuck out of that. back. But for a while there, it was all. When's fucking the last time you said you heard him say that word? Exactly. Twenty years ago. Because eventually, his publicist and everyone else, his agent, just managed to just, and even probably the Church of Scientology said, "You're doing more harm than good, Tom. Step the fuck back." It's it's such a weird thing. Um, but yeah, he's he's you know he's back on top, so that's fine. But like, but my point is just it's a lesson for really all celebs. No one gives a fuck about your religious values. They might give slightly more of a fuck about your political values, but it depends how you put it out there. So yeah, anyway, we're getting off the track exactly because there's not that much more to say. This is going to be the shortest spoiler section in the history of the show, I reckon. Good luck finding some, Paul. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, Wayne hates it. I thought it was very very middling. Uh, and it's fine. That's exactly what this film was for me. Fine. If you haven't seen Super Mario, the Super Mario Bros. dot movie yet, then <laughs> then tune out now, and we'll catch you next week. But if you have, stick around for spoilers. Just stick around. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. And the truth is, Wayne refuses to acknowledge that this film wasn't made for him. Lots of things weren't made for me that were actually entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> So Mario and Luigi, they're brothers. They try and set up a business. Plumbing business. They walk through some magical pipe when they're trying to save Brooklyn from a flood, which, by the way, the flood's magically gone by the time they come back. So someone saved Brooklyn. Hooray. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I love the way that Mario looks at the flood in Brooklyn. It's like, this is my time because he's got a shit dad. And his dad basically chastise him immediately leading your brother astray which is a weirdly strange message for this film and I want to come back to that actually now yeah, that spoilers tell me 
based on a, a conversation I had online with another reviewer on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. He absolutely fucking flamed this film and just said, it's not for kids. The messages in this film are very, very not for kids. You're talking about disapproval from parents? That was one he cited. But more importantly, the fun- the bit I thought was the funniest part of the film mm-hmm. is the character, I think their name, and I think it's voiced by one of the director's kids, Lumily. Lumily was the blue star. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. By Bowser, the depressed, like yeah. fucking help, like I want death kind of shit. <laughs> yes, yeah. That was. I thought that was funny too. Look, I think that was the one funny bit for adults. But it is a strange character to put in there, and it ends on that character, like, oh, the movie's over. Now you can just go and stare into the void. No, but then she's like, or oh, we could. What does it play? The music. She, she said she ended on a on a happy note. So I think that's what they were doing there. It's like you could be depressed, but why don't you fucking dance like a bitch instead, or something? This right? is also a film where, again, it's aimed at six, seven year olds, where they're talking. Bows like, if she won't, basically, if this woman. Peach, who I am chasing, won't agree to do exactly what I want against her will. I will kill everyone. And oh, I know. Say the word kill. Like, and I'm, I reflected back on when we were young, they would never use the word kill. And Transformers is always destroy. Now, I don't know what it is, but it softens it. Are you kidding me? The Transformers movie was the most fucking traumatic no, movie. Thing. I'm talking about a TV show. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, destroy, remove. They just never use that word kill. And it's just, it's quite dark in places, this film. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Believe me, it's the best thing. That. It's the best yeah. thing about it. it Lumily made me laugh several times. Even Kaylee, although she did ask my daughter, did say like, you know, what was that character about? Why was because was she was like, like when, when they were going to die, she's like, oh, thank God. Yes, I was like, fuck, she's suicidal. Yeah, the only time that they seemed, and I, I think the kid, the director's kid, might be a boy. So I don't know. Anyway, it would sound like a girl, but maybe apparently in the game was a boy character. Dropping into the lava. Now it's now it's happy. I'm like, I know, whoa, I know, I know. I actually thought that for a sec- for me as an adult, I'm like, yeah, life does suck. But then, like, but as a child, like, yeah, it's a different, it's a difficult message to put through. And yes, it was marry me or I'll kill everyone. Yes. And what was with the star? What was the big star that he said? I've got this star for you, Princess Peach. Yeah, what is that? in the game, you're chasing these stars. And does that make you win the game or something? Yeah, you get enough of them and you're too, you're powerful enough. You, you, you know, whatever else. Oh, so okay. From vague, again, that's my experience of Odyssey only. I don't really understand more than that. You know, this is the thing. It's such a touchy environment now. Like, you could argue that, you know, Mario literally eats mushrooms to become better. <laughs> you know? right, yeah, again. And it's like, oh, drug things, you know. like Yeah, yeah. You but could. you know what? If you think that, go fuck yourself because it's bullshit, okay? Roger, Roger Ramjet had proton pills. Yep. That was drugs. We didn't care at the time and it didn't turn us all into druggies. Well, some of us. Let me be really clear here. <laughs> I guess you could argue that sensibility of films like The Goonies, that sort of for maybe 10 to 13, 14-year-olds, that just doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's too dangerous to be that way. It's gone away to from... To encourage kids to go into a fucking sewer and then, <laughs> you know, like, and then, like, you know, yeah. and then, hey... And a couple people sure will you... die in that movie and, you know, they, a body falls on Chunk at one point and, and everything. So, like, it's really... Well, they don't die. No, no, the kids don't, but there are characters who die, like the FBI agent and, and the like. That's so, true. It was well, the 80s, man. Yeah, so, and there, there's other stuff. Think about, like, The Gate, which is, like, a PG-13 horror film, and they just don't make that film anymore. No, which is why when they got this, this like, I, I wonder if we're not sort of selling the, this generation short by saying, hey, there's one suicidal character in this film. Is that okay, though? Is that okay? Can we not toughen these kids up a bit? They're fucking soft. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting know? discussion. I, know, I, thought, I felt like it was a bit out of place, given what I was really aimed at. If it was more aimed at adult, it's not because how could you for Super Movie Bros and the rest of it? So Super Mario Bros. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, no, so, I think you could. Oh, yeah, anyway. So they go into this world. They suck through a pipe. There's no explanation. Pff, none requires magic. 
They're, then they get involved with Princess Peach. Maybe one of the best messages of the film, Princess Peach is not a damsel in distress. She is like an ass kicker who takes charge and, and the like. And sure. basically shows Mario how to, to, to own everything on that sort of power-up training level. Yeah. And then proceeds to kick ass through the course of the film, including when she seemingly agrees to marry Bowser and then turns the tables on him. Do you know that was my most uncomfortable moment in the film? I was sitting there going, hey, she just gave in to the rapist. <laughs> but then... Had a plan all Yeah, along. I know, but shit. <laughs> you know, it's almost... No, that's what I'm saying. But again, some... maybe, maybe we need to toughen these kids up mm-hmm. and maybe we need a little bit of edge on this shit because God knows they're fucking weak. So, like, you know, they yep. were growing up. Mario and Luigi get separated. Mario meets with Peach. They travel to find Luigi and then Bowser's attacking Mushroom Kingdom or whatever else and they enlist the aid of Donkey Kong or the, the whatever that, they're called. That is the, yeah, I was quite surprised to see Donkey Kong, although there probably was some cross Yeah, he's, a, he's a big part of the game. Okay, there you go. And so then we get the Mario Kart sequence, and then, of course, they defeat Bowser at the end, and hooray, they go back. Oh, they defeat Bowser at the end back in Brooklyn, which is magically no longer underwater, and everyone just seems to be pretty cool at taking all this in their stride. Yeah. All the people at Brooklyn, I mean. I mean, it's a, yeah, look, for that end, I'm like, yeah, it's a kid's film. Like, we're just trying to put... The thing is, though, to have zero, like, explanation or anything or any kind of grounding in sort of, like... Yep. Not reality, I guess, because it's a kid's film, but, like, when you're in Brooklyn, I need a little bit more explanation. Like, when you're in the, the magical whatever place, that's fine. That's got its own rules. It can be whatever. But, yep. yeah. So, anyway, I mean... Toad just comes along and decides to help because... I mean, there's lots of things about this film which don't make any sense, but they're not meant to. It's, it's not great writing, Paul. It's no, not it's great not. writing. So, not. that's that. And so, most importantly, I think most of the attempts, loomily aside, a comedy for me fell flat. Yeah. Just didn't care. Again, the dog is all the comedy for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best didn't bit care about that part either for me. Really? Yeah. I sort of gagged a bit at the, 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 the piano's, like, singing. Oh, Jack Black. People yeah. love Jack Black, and they'll, of course they'll put him in to sing because he's he's got a great voice and he's very musically talented. I get it, but just I don't give a shit. Doesn't do it for me. None of this hasn't done it for me, me since School of Rock, which <laughs> that film's great. Watch that film if you're. Uh, By the way, he's in the, he's in the Mandalorian. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's not going to put me off the Mandalorian. I don't I don't dislike in the way like certain other actors dislike other certain other actors. Kevin so. Yep. Yep. So. For example. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's get. A All right, let's give a score and, and get out of this one. Wayne, what are you? Now I'll go first because let's save your absolute trumpeting sledge for it last. I'm giving this a 49. Oh, 43. Oh, after all that. Are you, the, you were talking, I thought you were going to pass it. Um, I could give it 50, but look, it's just not for me. I know it's not for me, but in terms of all the problems we've talked about that you've really hammered on, I thought you were going to be like, this is a 20 because fuck this film because I had to go. No, to well, cinema. look, it, it looked good and it was ably yes. produced and the music was good and the no, dog was sh- funny. It didn't pass it, but it got it 40. Yeah, Ish. 49. Um, yeah. On a good day, maybe push me to 50, but meh. This film is completely meh. But if you're a Super Mario Brothers fan, go and see this because you will love the shit out of it. There's so many references and so many bits and pieces. Even And I can tell where they pause for a reference. And Okay, I don't get it, but clearly that's a moment. So, I, yay. You know there's like a couple of moments where it's like slow-mo and he's like... <laughs> I thought that was remotely... I sort of cracked half a smile. There you go. That's cracked half a smile. There you go. <laughs> there's one. That's going on the cover. I cracked half as well. Wayne, the countdown podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's our review of the Super Mario Bros. full stop movie. What did you think? Did you agree? Do you disagree? A big fan of the game can tell us how we got it so, so wrong. You can do so via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on our fledgling website, thecountdownpodcast.com. You can hit us up in any number of ways there. Like and follow the show through Podbean, where you host, and check out the Facebook list community links in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. 
This is the dumbest shit anyone ever said in the history of, and I don't think I'm exaggerating here, time. Any line of dialogue from this film for me. We'll catch you next time. See ya.